Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. Our compulsory third-party team is passionate about all things CTP. They have extensive knowledge of the complexities of CTP cases and have seen everything from a heated liability dispute, an alternative blameless accident allegation, a nuanced causation issue, and an economic loss claim with family trusts and an offshore bank account, and even a claim for replacement care for the family budgie. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Welcome to another edition of the Proper Lookout Podcast. My name's Eden Christopher, and today I'm joined by Chad Farrar from the Statutory Insurance Team. Hello to all our listeners, and thank you for having me, Eden. So what are we discussing today? Well, I recently came across one of your case notes that you published on the McCabe Kerwood website. Uh, the decision of Avo Piling and Bisevsky, Court of Appeal decision, uh, caught my interest. Do you mind uh, telling everyone about it? Yes, Bisevsky is an important decision, not just in terms of the assessment of liability under common law, but also in terms of the assessment of damages for personal injury. To keep it simple, Mr. Bisevsky was employed by, let's say X, but was working as a labourer on a construction site controlled by Avo Piling PTY Limited. Avo Piling was the defendant. An auxiliary cable broke and caused objects to fall on Mr. Bisevsky, causing him severe injuries during the course of his employment. There were two sets of proceedings against Avapiling that ran together. The first was Mr. Bisevsky's claim for personal injury damages under the Civil Liability Act, and the second was a claim for recovery by the workers' compensation nominal insurer who had paid around $900,000 in statutory benefits to Mr. Bisevsky. The plaintiffs won in the first instance. Mr. Bezevsky was awarded $2.6 million without reduction for contributory negligence, and the employer was found not to be liable at all. Avapiling appealed on liability and damages, and that is how the matter came before the Court of Appeal. All right. Well, the issues surrounding liability were interesting, but what struck me immediately was the Court of Appeal's assessment of future damages. So get this. The Court of Appeal reduced Mr. Bezevsky's damages and, in a novel approach, applied a discount for vicissitudes for future commercial care, gardening, lawn mowing, handyman services, and future treatment on the basis that these all fall under the definition of economic loss under Section 13 of the Civil Liability Act. Exactly. You know, I can never spell vicissitudes. That's a, that's a confession for our uh, listeners. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm hoping we all know what it means. Uh, we do. Luckily, we do. Uh, look, our listeners are probably aware that there are four distinct heads of damages under common law, and this is applicable to CTP also, at least under MACA. These are non-economic loss, economic loss, care and expenses. When assessing future economic loss, and this was historically taken to mean future loss of earnings or income, the courts would apply a discount on the full entitlement to account for the fact that a percentage of that future loss was likely to eventuate irrespective of the injury. This discount represents what is referred to as the vicissitudes of life. Yeah, basically the discount takes into account the fact that the plaintiff would have come to be off work at some point due to, say for example, an unrelated health issue or a downturn in the economy. Now, the discount is usually greater for younger plaintiffs because they have plenty more life to live and probably going to face many more challenges. And the standard is usually around 15%. However, there are circumstances where the usual 15% is departed from uh, in claims for future economic loss. For example, a 50% reduction was applied for a plaintiff who had a poor work record, a criminal background, and drug-taking tendencies in the matter of State of New South Wales and Maxwell. Another example is a plaintiff with prior depressive illness, drug use, and a pre-existing back condition, which called for a reduction of 25% in Kwong and Abdul Waheb. 
We mentioned section 13 earlier. Let's look at that section closely under the Civil Liability Act. Subsections 2 states, when a court determines the amount of any such award of damages for future economic loss, it is required to adjust the amount of damages for future economic loss that would have been sustained on those assumptions by reference to the percentage possibility that the events might have occurred but for the injury. Until Bezetsky and the discount for vicissitudes under section 13 of the CLA was only ever applied to future loss of earnings and superannuation. Bezetsky changed that. A court of appeal has now said that a discount for vicissitudes can also apply to future commercial care and future treatment under section 13. Put simply, the court said that the term economic loss is broad enough to encompass monetary losses arising from such expenses, not just loss of income. Note how I'm not talking about future gratuitous care because gratuitous care is not paid for and therefore it is not an economic loss as such. Are we talking small percentages here, Chad? Well, in Bezetsky, a discount of 10% was applied for future treatment and a 25% discount was applied for future commercial care. This could mean quite a substantial reduction in a multi-million dollar case. Uh, very interesting uh, that it's been applied to future commercial care and future treatment. And uh, Now, our listeners are probably wondering why we are discussing the Civil Liability Act in a CTP podcast. Uh, so let me get to the key point of today's discussion. Will this affect assessment of damages under MACA? Well, Eden, you made a very good point to me on the way to coffee earlier this week, so I'll let you answer that. Well, sure. The point was basically that Section 126, Subsection 2 of MACA is an exact replica of Section 13, Subsection 2 of the Civil Liability Act. Spot on, mate. So this is going to be a game changer in both public liability and CTP claims. Wait, what about common law damages under Baby Maya? What do you think? Section 4.7, Subsection 2 has the exact same wording, but there's a catch. The term economic loss under Maya in terms of the future is specifically limited to loss of earning capacity and the cost of financial management if required. The wording of that section implies that future commercial care and treatment are specifically excluded. That's right. And in terms of common law damages under Maya, you could only ever claim economic loss as you have just defined it and non-economic loss pursuant to section 4.3. So not only does Bezewski not apply to future care and treatment under Maya, in fact, these heads of damages can never be claimed in a lump sum damages action under Maya to begin with. So I guess Bezewski will only really apply to assessments of damages under MACA and the CLA. Do you think it'll be overturned at any point? Look, I don't think so. I hope not. I think it is the right decision because life doesn't normally discriminate in its difficulties. Uninjured people, as you know, are exposed to the risk of unfavorable circumstances at work, but also in their domestic environment and in respect of their health. It is only fair that a discount would be applied to all areas of a plaintiff's claim for tangible future losses. There's, there's still so much to talk about in, in this matter, Chad. Uh, I really want to get into the issues of liability in Bersepsky and their application to CTP claims, uh, where the injured person's employer is thrown into the mix. I'll tell you what, next week, Bersepsky part two. What do you say? I'm in. Let's do it. Thanks for the chat, Eden, and all the best to our listeners. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at mccabecurwood.com.au or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.